Hello, and welcome to the Business of Authority. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Rochelle Moulton. And today we're going to talk about being ridiculously reliable. You got it out, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that wrong 10 times now, but uh, ridiculously reliable. There we go. She sells seashells. So what what do you, what is this? How do, this is this is a Rochelle original. So I'm very curious to <laughs> to dig into this. Well, I think you know consultants, authorities of almost any stripe. I think we have to choose to be ridiculously reliable for something, and just one thing, not five things, not ten things, but part of building trust with your audience, whether that's clients, whether it's um, listeners, watchers, readers, is is being reliable. And so if you can just pick one thing to be ridiculously reliable, I love that word, mm-hmm. um, I think it, it not only helps to build trust, it also builds um, your own platform in terms of when you commit yourself to being ridiculously reliable for something, you will always do it, as long as it's only one thing. This is very reminiscent of something I've read about from Sean D'Souza, who wrote The Brain Audit. And in that book, he talks about a similar concept. It it might be the exact same concept, but it's more, it's not in really a, uh, he describes it in terms of a hotel, where Mm -hmm. the the hotel has to decide what the one one thing they're going to be known for sort of like mm-hmm. their their differentiator i think he he refers to it as like the one thing that's different about them and you can't not two not zero exactly one right and i think another example that comes up is uh fedex i mean they're they're forever been known for you know absolutely positively overnight <laughs> right so it's like right. they're one thing and they orient the entire company around making that promise you know keeping that promise so i how does how do you see this play out in a more of a services business or more of a an authority kind of business? Well, I, I think there's different ways and different levels that you can choose. I mean, the examples you just gave are uh, you you revolve a business around them. Everything revolves around that point of differentiation, which is really a marketing branding. Um, exercise, provided it goes all the way through the company. That's a whole nother a, a whole nother topic. But in terms of authority, I think that um, you pick something, and it could be just in the way you operate. I mean, let's take a really simple example, like Seth Godin, mm-hmm. right? What is he ridiculously reliable for? Well, one thing, you know, on a very basic level, is a daily clever email. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get that from him. On a higher level, it would be some something around, you know, new ideas in marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Innovation, thought leadership, marketing, you know, big picture. But what people remember is that daily email. He never misses. Right. Yeah, I mean the first thing that comes to mind with him for me is the whole is the is the higher level permission marketing concept mm-hmm. where ask first, like just get the permission and you know, that, that sort of, and that's just really one of his kind of big ideas. He even talks about education and things like that. But, uh, I, but I tend to agree that the thing that when I'm, if I, you know, I'm a big Seth Godin fan, that's no secret. So when, when I'm recommending him to someone, the thing I recommend is the list. I don't say go read permission marketing or go read the dip. Mm -hmm. I almost never do that. I say subscribe to the list. Mm-hmm. And that's that's uh, 
Yeah. So I, I, it's interesting though, about, I'm, cause I'm trying to think to myself, I'm like, what am I, like, how does someone figure out what they, what's their thing? Like, what is their ridiculous reliability? <laughs> there I go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think there's different ways to do it. I mean, like there's one guy I used to work with. He wasn't a client, he was a colleague and he was a tax consultant. And for every situation he would come up with a movie metaphor I mean, it's uncanny. And he said, you know, in the producers, you know, this happened and it's kind of like that. And he would do it with clients. He would do it with colleagues. It was genius. And he did it without thinking. I mean, I think if you asked him what is ridiculously reliable would be, it wouldn't even occur to him. Right. But it was so distinctive, so disarming and so freaking effective (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you know, anybody and you actually you're a good metaphor person too, Jonathan. That that might be one of your one of your uh, ridiculously reliables. Um it's the you know, using that metaphor was really powerful. Hmm. So I, I think you start with, you know, what do people expect from me? What do they get from me? Um if you really want to go, you know, another level, you could say, you know, how do I make them feel? That's a little harder. Um, but you start with what do they get when they get me? Interesting. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, uh, it's, I can look at other people and, and like you just did with me, like, oh, metaphors or, you know, powerful mm-hmm. metaphors, or you, I suppose you could, uh, the same with Godin, you could say, oh, daily email, it's reliable. Um, but from inside the bottle, it's really hard to read the label. I, I can't like... <laughs> <laughs> There's another metaphor. Yeah, I didn't make that one up, but I love it. Uh, so, like, I I can't like I can't even begin to like imagine what it is for me. But probably anyone on my list, or or if I pulled my list, or it's like when you recommend me to people, how do you what do you say? Yeah, and that would be fascinating, actually. Be I, so- I think it would be you know, and I, I I feel like it needs to be one thing, but another way to look at it is sort of tactical and strategic. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like tactical, like for myself, I think the tactical is how fast I return emails. Like mm. I can be like lightning when I'm working with a client. It's like, it's just, it's all kind of boom, 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 really fast. Um, but if you think of it more strategically, it's how do they experience you? Uh, I know for me, it, just in a word, it's insight, but but that's a process and that has to be experienced. I can't tell somebody, oh, I'm insightful. <laughs> I mean, yeah, who cares, right? Um, but but what I try to do is I try to demonstrate that insight one-to-one and in anything that I write or do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I try to do that consistently. Am I always 100% effective? Probably not. But I'm pretty reliable for it. It's that same kind of that same kind of thing. And if you don't know, ask. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of this approach. It's a little bit chicken or egg because who are you going to ask? But if you know, but you you can probably find someone to ask. I mean, like colleagues, yeah. maybe family oh, members. Oh, I would totally do that. And and it it's. I mean, you don't want to ask somebody who doesn't like you, like, <laughs> who cares what they think, right? This is, this is a situation where you really go to the people who appreciate you, and you're basically saying, okay, what am I ridiculously reliable for? Or you, you could say it a different way. What can you always, always depend on me to do? Mm. Wow. And, you know, I've had people say uh, to be a devil's advocate. 
I have um, I have a client who's a, a financial advisor, and you know, sort of like the tax consultant. In, instead of using movies, he always has a story that's on point, and he's a brilliant storyteller because it's you know sometimes people go on and on about a story. He gets what the connection is, and he tells just the right length of a story, not too short, not too long. He's got a story. I mean, he's brilliant at it. Yeah, that's a superpower. Yeah. And he he didn't even know he had it. I was like, are you kidding me? You are a genius at this. A genius. So, yeah, I think it helps to have somebody or some somebody's hold up a mirror for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely agree. It's okay. So, like, let's say let's say I do that. Let's say the dear listener does that. Then what what comes next? How is this good? Like, how does how's this self-awareness good? Well, you commit to it. I mean, that sounds so basic, but, you know, one of the things I see sometimes with people who haven't been successful is that they're not consistent, right? And so you decide what you want to be known for, and then you make that a priority. So whatever that is, I mean, if it's that, you know, I'm going to tell stories or that I'm really good at telling stories about some about a situation, then I'm going to build stories into my blog posts. I'm going to build stories into my business development conversations. I'm going to build stories into my podcast episodes. I'm going to build stories into video interviews. You know, you you build it into everything that you do and you're probably going to find a way to build it in to your website and more than just telling stories, but in the way you talk about how you interact with your clients and how you help them make connections for things that matter to them. You know, cause it, it all comes back to how does what you're ridiculously reliable for help your clients? Right. How does it help them transform? Okay. That makes, I mean, I think, I think that's to summarize that it's kind of like just turning it into a conscious practice instead of this unconscious thing that you're just sort of, either naturally good at or just uh is just been a part of your personality from day one like like your parents knew you're going to be like this like, <laughs> like i can see in my kids like i can tell what you're going to be like this and you're going to be like that and maybe there's maybe it's nature maybe it's nurture but it's definitely true so uh you know it might just be something like that and to turn it into a conscious practice is kind of like doubling down on your superpower it's like it's like all right you know instead of focus, you know, everybody's got limited resources, time, money, etc. So if you're going to spend it on something, might as well amplify this kind of um, superhuman aspect of yourself. Yeah. And, and one of the things that can be sort of off putting at first is if you think of something as a negative, and it's actually a positive. And you know, I'll just give this one example. And I don't know if this is more true for women than men, but there was a woman who everybody called her bossy. <laughs> like since she was a little kid. Oh, she's so bossy. Well, guess what? She runs an amazing company that's all about execution, yeah. right? Because she gets things done and she tells people, you know, how she sees it. She's not unkind. She tells people how she sees it and then she gets it done. You know, she turned quote unquote being bossy into a pretty darn big and successful company. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, it's some of it is accepting things that are positive, even if you think they're a negative when you first hear it. Oh, that I love that story. That's great. Kind of turn it around and say, okay, yes, I am like that. I'll show you. Right. <laughs> right. 
so oh that's that's a great example it's like oh well if i'm like this anyway i might as well own it yeah yeah put it to good use yeah and it's you know when when your personality comes out like like you jonathan on the podcast i mean you're direct you say what you think you try to protect people from their worst side of themselves right (laughs) yeah i suppose so yeah i mean so so when you start to look at that it becomes really powerful and you double down on what makes you you reader listener um what makes you unique so on that note is there more we should add to wrap this up or do you think that that kind of covers it i just think it's one of those things that's really important to know about yourself all right well that's it for this week i'm jonathan stark and i'm rochelle moulton and we hope you join us again next week for the business of authority bye bye